partying nine to five. What a waste <laughs> of my time. <laughs> Welcome to How Do We Human. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about all the weird and uncomfortable micro moments in life. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Binning. I'm your other host, Evan Cox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, comrade. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know what we're talking about today? It's work events slash work parties. Yeah. Uh, those extracurricular activities where you get together with your coworkers and you try to not talk about work, but that's the only thing that you have in common. So, uh, <laughs> you just kind of struggle to come up with anything. Yeah. Um, but something we are going to come up with right now is asking Evan. Evan, how you yeah. doing? Great. I want to talk about my eyes. Okay. Uh, I, from birth, have had a cataract in my left eye. I'm legally blind in my left eye. And considering that, I should go to the optometrist constantly. <laughs> Just nonstop eye appointments. Uh, instead, like I, I did when I lived with my mom. <laughs> And now I live by myself, so I go once every, like, five or ten years. <laughs> you know, like a responsible adult. Uh, recently, I'd been maybe, like, driving around and noticing, like, I feel like my... Because my right eye has always been strong. My vision in my right eye is better than a lot of people's visions who don't have cataracts. <laughs> yeah, yeah so your right eye is... Is the Boston of of your eyes? Yes, Boston strong. Boston strong. It's the Boston of the eyes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Cool. Um, <laughs> I noticed, like, I can normally see, like, read a sign far off, and I was starting to notice, like, it's a little bit harder to do that. Shit. Mm-hmm. Am I going to need driving glasses or whatever? soon time to go check it out i've got uh buy insurance through my employer why don't i do this all the time so i go to the optometrist in that target that's kitty corner from that school that's no longer a school that we used to do sillies at Right. You mentioned that you were going to go here because yeah. <laughs> we got to know if you met viral sensation Lewis. I did meet Lewis. Uh, it was that was embarrassing because <laughs> it was there. That specific target seemed to have been behind your target, which was fully stocked with Halloween stuff. This one seems to be like half set up. And so no one was in the area except one employee who's stocking stuff on the shelves right next to him. And I walked back and forth past that fucking guy until he said that special phrase. (laughs) And I'm sure I'm not the only person that's done that. And I'm sure it's annoying. Yeah. But I did get to hear him say, I'm no jack-o'-lantern. My name's Lewis. And I liked it. Great. It was a good time. Uh, (laughs) So this is a weird, I don't even know what to call it. Just life update. 
that kind of blew my mind. I'm talking to the optometrist. Uh, she checks out my eyes. I had to come back a different time to get my eyes dilated because I wasn't thinking about that and had to drive home. And I'm a safe little boy. So collectively, <clears throat> we do it. The exam. I'm reading off the chart. I'm kicking ass. She tells me, yeah, you, there is a prescription there, but it's like so slight that it's definitely not worth getting glasses. Um, technically, you have 20-20 vision in your right eye. Fuck yeah, that's my pride and joy. Then, as we're wrapping up, she says, do you get, like, itchy, dry eyes? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> all the fucking time. It's <laughs> awful. Uh, because on the check-in form, it was like, do you take any medications? And one of the ones they give you is allergy medicine. I was like, well, I do take allergy medicine. So I wrote down Claritin D. And she was like, because you wrote down you take Claritin. How often do you take Claritin? She's like, most days? I'm like, yeah, yeah, most days. She's like, okay. Because Claritin D can dry out your eyes and give you itchy eyes. I'm going to give you, do you take eye drops? I'm like, yeah, I've got allergy eye drops. She's like, okay, but those aren't the same thing. I'm going to give you a couple samples of lubricating eye drops. I've been using these lubricating eye drops. Amazing. Your eyes have never been more moist. Mine eyes are moist as fuck. (laughs) And I'm realizing like, it brought me right back to going to the doctor, getting those lab tests, and being told, you don't have allergies. Which yeah. I was like, horse shit. And now I'm realizing, like, okay, what are things that make your nose So you were stuffy? taking allergy medicine, and the allergy medicine was making you think you think had allergies? I had allergies. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. And alcohol will make anyone stuffy nose. So I'm like, you know, okay, sure. Anytime I have like a cheeseburger or like a beer with dinner. So yeah, I get a little stuffed up. I'm taking Claritin D. That's making my eyes red and itchy. (laughs) I'm creating this little allergy circle. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm now having to go like, maybe they must be right. I don't think I have allergies. (laughs) It's been so long. Big Claritin really had you in Holy the pocket. Holy fuck. <laughs> it, it's blown my mind. That's such a wild, life-changing thing. And I was kind of like, oh, that'll save me money because Claritin D is expensive. But turns out eye drops are also expensive. Oh, but that was the, It's the almost thing. like everything is. Everything is expensive. And I assumed taking the allergy eye drops would help that. But it's like, no, those aren't lubricating. They just attack the allergens or whatever the fuck i don't know mind-blowing uh sorry that was a long story but it's a big life change yeah absolutely uh but my eyes are great there's more maybe i'll tell more eye stories in a future episode but uh for now i cede the floor Mm. chris yes how are you doing I'm doing all right. I have a Thank bit of God. a sore throat, so um, if you hear any any clicking and clacking noises, it's the 
caramel throat lozenge that I have in my mouth clacking against my teeth. But So we shouldn't have talked for an hour and a half before this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is like I thought that my voice was going to be worse when I woke mm-hmm. up with this sore throat. But my voice is, seems like, and maybe... So, I didn't notice. Yeah, it seems like it's fine. It just, there's a little bit of, like, irritation back there. But that's not what well, I'm here to talk about. Um, what I am here to talk about is for, you know, a little bit of a, a wedding project. Um, we've been... Uh, needing to get uh, some like alcohol mini bottles. Okay. And so um, one of the things on the list uh, was whiskey. And so I went to Bevmo um, because they seemed to be one of the only stores that like sold mini bottles. Um, (laughs) So I went over there, I got a bunch of the stuff and then there was, um, this one whiskey that like, because I don't know enough about alcohol, I get very, um, tr- deceived perhaps we'll see because, uh, <laughs> I haven't tried this yet, but, yeah. um, I assume that the more expensive one or, and, or the one in flashier packaging must yeah. be the better one. And there was a whiskey that is in a bottle designed like a gold bar. Um, okay. And I was like, that's even if that tastes like <laughs> shit, that's pretty fun. <laughs> so I was like, I got to get that one. Uh, so I go to check out. The guy's like, do you have a phone number with us? And I was like, no. Um, and he was like, you want to sign up for, you know, BevMo Rewards? You could save a little money on your Nazi gold bar. <coughs> and I was like, what? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. And so I, uh, I, I, you know, I do some research on this company and I can't find any connection to it. It's just that this cashier happens to associate gold bars uh, with the Nazi regime. And and, uh, I guess thinks that's a fun way to interact with customers. Customers? Um, But uh, after I was after I had uh, become reassured through the internet that there's no uh that i couldn't find any connection uh, i yeah. still bought it and i haven't tried it so who knows but um <laughs> but yeah that was uh that was an alarming <laughs> interaction that's, that's to, intense to <laughs> i've had not that but like that interaction with a bevmo i've only gone to bevmo one, twice i think twice in my entire life uh, and one was semi recently, and I had that conversation—not the Nazi part—but I've had the conversation with the employee. Like, do you have a number with us? No. Like, do you want a number with us? Like, ah, I'm good. Well, I mean, I'll—you I'll, can use mine 
I'm going to let you, like, he seemed mad at me. Like, like yeah. I'll let you use mine because it's going to be a difference of like $70, but you have to make an account as soon as possible. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he seemed mad. I mean, okay. So I did alter this story for brevity Aha! a little bit. I went to two <laughs> different BevMo's. The first BevMo, I got everything except for that gold bar whiskey because they were out of it or something. And the first cashier that I talked to at that first BevMo asked for the phone number. I was like, I don't have one. And he was basically just like, it's all right. I got you. And (laughs) just put in some number Uh, and it was fine. But uh, so that that other BevMo I went to, I only was purchasing that gold bar whiskey. and. He made sure to to let me know. Um, you know, you and I were talking in the pre-show uh, that we should just record and put on a Patreon after we make a Patreon. Let us True. know if uh, anybody would be interested in listening to anything like that. <laughs> um, but uh, we were talking about how um, it's dangerous to go online because everybody says negative things about whatever it is you search. And yeah. so when I mean part of my research was uh a Reddit thread that came up that was like this whiskey sucks it's, you're paying <laughs> for the packaging um but uh you know we'll see if they are correct or not I'm sure I am paying for packaging but yeah uh doesn't mean it sucks <laughs> it sucks <laughs> It might be good. It might be good. It might be fine. <laughs> yeah, it was a post on Reddit that was like, my wife just bought me this gold bar whiskey or whatever. And then every comment was like, what did you do? Why does she hate you? Uh, so um, just so everybody knows, any sort of topic... um that you look for people will hate it (laughs) (laughs) if that's what you're looking for out of life go on the internet yeah evan you ever been to a work event or a work party i gotta admit i have gone to a few work events Mm. and or work parties me too. You like them? Do you love it? Does it fill you no. joy? <laughs> no, nobody loves it. Uh, I, I think I've mentioned in the past, I don't remember what, but oh, getting fancy. We did our getting fancy episode. Yeah. And I mentioned that at, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it anymore, my current job, but when it was a different company and everyone still worked here <laughs> instead of just me alone. Yeah. <laughs> when there was an office full of people around the holidays, they would do like holiday Christmas dinner or whatever. And someone on the team is a big old, big old foodie and mm-hmm. knows all the hot spots in LA and the company was willing to pay for it. So we would eat fancy ass food at fancy ass restaurants and so in that sense, I always liked getting a chance to eat fancy L.A. restaurant food for free. Sure. But was I ever comfortable there? No, not remotely. I I don't 
fit it. The story I told at that one was with the the wait staff standing behind us the entire time we ate. Like the second you finish their drink, your drink, it's like, oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've used my napkin too much. Oh, here's a new napkin, sir. <laughs> I don't need people watching me eat. Yeah, uh, I don't like it. But so otherwise, in that sense. It was something to look forward to, even though I hated it. <laughs> it's something to look forward to. But as a general, it is not, I don't know. I think we're both just like, I don't know if loner is the right word, but like we compartmentalize things in our lives and work is work works a thing I go to and I've made work friends in the past some of my closest friends uh, are the friends I made at Walgreens and at Emerald Downs yeah I think but it's let just me like go a hang work out life with them. balance you yeah. don't like balance them by putting them together you balance them by yeah separating them and there can be you know crossover with work friends I like most of the coworkers that I work with, um, both at my current job and at my previous job, I like yeah. most of the people that I work with, but I don't necessarily want to a see all of them on my own time. Yeah. Um, or B like, I just, there's, um, Sometimes the people who are most excited about work parties and work <laughs> events are the people I want to see the least. So Absolutely. It's it's kind of <laughs> it gets kind of risky when you're trying to figure out or when I'm trying to figure out if I want to RSVP yes. Yeah. I really got to conduct some research and be like are you going? Are you going? <laughs> I'll go if you go. Yeah. I'll go if you go. Uh. It is because that that first year when I was working here, I knew like I knew well one person because she and I had worked together before and I'd gotten hired late October. So I guess I'm coming up on an anniversary. I have no idea how many years that's been. I should look that up. Um, But I got hired late October. So it was like less than two months into me being at this company. Uh, it's the holiday party and the entire office is there and I know the one person and then I end up not sitting next to that person and it's like, I know other people in my shoes would network (laughs) or make friends. Yeah. But in these shoes... In these shoes? In these shoes that Evan bought for a couple bucks at Goodwill? These shoes? (laughs) I was going to sit there, overthink what I'm going to order, listen to other people have conversations, and just feel uncomfortable the whole time. Because if I want to make a work friend, which I've made work friends at this job, I like all the people I work with. Don't get me wrong. If anyone happens to listen to this, I like it all. <laughs> but like I've hung out one on one with a person because I'm like, I want to be friends. We'll mm-hmm. do a thing. Going to a place like being at the office all day 
seeing these like 20, 30 people and then going somewhere else and seeing those exact same 20 or 30 people. This is work. This is still work. (laughs) I can't separate the two. I can be enjoying what we're doing more, but I'm not relaxed. I'm not feeling like this isn't work because it feels like it feels more like everyone would be judging everyone like, oh, let's see what. Let's see what these people are like when they have a couple of glasses of wine, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Nothing good can come from that. Yeah. We're not making friends. We're building reasons to hate each other. (laughs) Yeah. I, um, when I worked at Ikea, um, the, each department would have, um, like its own, like fun fun night or something like that where like you just your department goes out and um like team bonds basically but doing some event and so the first one that we went to or that i went to um because it was usually in the summer and i got hired like in the fall like basically right after they had done their last one um but it felt like you know, it was a department of like five of us, I think, plus our manager for six. And the other four people were like pretty tight with each other. And then I was like the other one. That sucks. Um, and the longer I worked there, the more like uh, the less it, it was like that dynamic. But that first year, it was definitely like I was the other one. And so... um they were like, oh, come on, let's get a photo. And it was like that awkward, like, <laughs> is it like a photo of the four of you friends? Or is it the photo of the five of us department coworkers? Ugh, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. It, it was a little a little awkward. Um, we went to the Magic Castle, um, <gasps> which was, uh, was fun. Damn it. Um, How do I get to the Magic Castle? No one. It's will like me in invite that only. Place. I know. Which is like our manager knew somebody that uh, that worked there or something, so we got in. But everybody that let we got to do an episode on magic. I okay. To talk about everyone I fucking know in Los Angeles has been invited to the Magic Castle. And you know what they all say. They say, I fucking hate, I hate magic. <laughs> it was stupid. I love magic. <laughs> Let me in this fucking place. <laughs> I would love to go to a castle and watch a bunch of fucking nerds do some sleight of hand. That yeah, sounds like so for a anybody, great time. <laughs> anybody who doesn't know what the magic castle is, it's um, this building in Los Angeles, a bunch of different rooms, um, and they have magicians perform in, in each of these rooms doing a bunch of you know, illusions and sleight of hand and all of that stuff. Um, yeah, cool stuff. And I would say, I mean, most of the magicians that we saw were pretty good. There was yeah. one that was in like the biggest like theater room mm. where like the seats that we had, you could kind of see some of the some of the behind the scenes stuff going on, yeah. uh, which was a little less fun. Uh, maybe we'll save this story for. Um, the magic episode but yeah. uh i was called up to assist the magician oh boy um yeah well t- that'll be a little tease for oh the, the magic I'm episode so excited. um 
but uh, another time uh, we went mini golfing at uh, that Sherman Oaks uh, Castle Park or whatever that's called, um, which is a good time. But uh, as far as holiday parties go, which you mentioned, I in the oh gosh nine years that i've worked in los angeles two jobs over nine years uh of course during the pandemic um you know those some of those holiday parties were canceled um but you would think in theory that there's like at minimum i don't know seven christmas parties i could have gone to yeah. Uh, or holiday parties, excuse me. Seriously. Um, I went to one okay. in the, all of those years. And By it was choice? at Ikea. <laughs> or you weren't invited to the others. I was invited to to them every time. Yeah. Um, I will say at my current job, last since 2020, there has not been a Christmas party. Uh, or holiday party, but um, yeah, like you know that. the first year or two anymore. <laughs> yeah, the first year or two, it was like, oh, of course, because of because of COVID. Um, but it's also kind of seemed like maybe um, th- there was. You know, the episode of The Office, um, there's an episode where the employees are trying to convince Michael Scott, like, we, some of them want him to purchase new chairs for The Office, and some of them want uh, him to purchase a new, like, copy machine. And so he's confused of what to do, who to make happy, so he calls his boss and his boss is basically like, uh, uh, you can do whatever, or you can like keep the surplus. And he's like, the what? <laughs> and so it seems like um, in in a lot of uh, people that I work with's minds, um, there may have been a lot of pocketing of surplus money that could have been used <laughs> to um, have some more employee appreciation. But uh, the people that were doing that have uh, since left, and we are under new management uh in my workplace so maybe that'll change this holiday season but uh i went to one ikea holiday party and um it was like it was fine (laughs) you know (laughs) it was like a bunch of people that you see at work but some of them um are showing how they dress when there's no uniform standard um some of them are like i'm here to get as hammered as can be um i don't really remember anything particularly interesting happening at the holiday party um they did have a dance floor which was uh interesting (laughs) <laughs> I was I I don't think I ever was on the dance floor because that's not my yeah. my jam but uh there were one or two employees who like were like I'm on the dance floor and I'm not leaving until I get kicked out of this place. Uh, <laughs> 
they were like, you know, no matter what, there was always this the one or two people there th- the whole time. Everybody else yeah. is eating their food, drinking their drinks. Those two people are on that dance floor. <laughs> Doesn't Damn. matter. Um, we talked in the luck episode um, about like, you know, at some of those parties, they raffle stuff off mm-hmm. and uh, I never won. <laughs> so never won anything tragic um but those as far as like holiday parties and stuff goes that's my only experience has been that one year uh which was probably in like 2016 or 17 damn i uh on the sticking with uh, we'll we'll wrap up holidays because it's not christmas time right now not yet uh not yet we're getting there baby it's spooky somebody right tell now. the retail stores <laughs> <laughs> they're all stocked up for valentine's day next year <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in these like moderately fancy restaurants which uh, living in la like i'm sure these foodie people these west hollywood foodie types if they heard me calling these places fancy would be like you poor person <laughs> they're <laughs> yeah. fucking fancy they're places i would never go on my own um everyone order always orders a drink and this yeah. is a big part of like yeah we're all getting to know each other let's all have a drink mm-hmm. we <laughs> and there's <laughs> There's a, uh, it's funny, I'm just like putting this together. There's a great uh, Japanese movie called Tampopo about a ramen shop. And there's a whole segment in it, which apparently this is a very severe part of, or at least used to be, of Japanese culture, where at like an office, you go out to a party or something, you order what the boss orders. Boss orders first and you go along with them and the whole thing is there's the young guy that doesn't and orders his own shit. But like, I'm just realizing like, that kind of fucking happens here too. <laughs> like, I swear every holiday party, the boss will pick some cocktail to, and say it like, oh, that sounds amazing. Everyone else orders this cocktail and it's always a whiskey drink. She drinks a whiskey drink, a whiskey drink, a, lot, a, a lager drink, drink, yeah, drinks a lot, cider drink, etc. Uh, and everyone orders the same thing: whiskey. I like it, but it's not my favorite. I'm a gin guy. I love me some gin. I he loves always, a gin drink. <laughs> I stand strong by my love of gin as a beverage that I will uh, be moderately okay to be around while I'm drinking. And that's your uh, right eye that stands strong? <laughs> yes, my right eye stands for gin. <laughs> that's what I've been using for eye drops. Your right eye is Boston strong for gin. <laughs> Damn straight. Uh, uh, every time, like when I think of gin drinks, I think of uh, a gin and tonic, for instance. Like a, whatever they call them. And a just a general cocktail glass. There's a word for it I'm not thinking of, but a, a similar general type of cocktail. Glass, a general cocktail glass. Mine always comes last. It'll always just be there. Any restaurant menu has one gin drink because it's less popular. 
these whiskey drinks come to everyone, like at the same time. They're in these cool glasses. They look cool as shit. Half the time, there's smoke coming off of them. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. And then my com- mine comes. It's in like a big old fishbowl glass. <laughs> nice. It's pink. It's flowery. It's insane looking. And it always comes by itself, and everyone at the table's like, who ordered that? <laughs> and then it comes to me, and I'm like, hey, dude, it's good. <laughs> and I hate this. Yeah. The one thing that I'm like, let me just have a little bit of gin, and you'll all tolerate me. And I'll be likely to be a little bit more talkative, as opposed to just shrinking into myself and being nothing. But instead, that thing turns everyone against me (laughs) and gives me a reason to drink my drink and shut the fuck up. (laughs) Uh, I hate it, but uh, I do want to cross. Well, uh, let's start here. Cross that with my Emerald Downs times. Emerald Downs horse racing track. There's the Long Acres Mile. It's our big race at the end of the year. I say hour because I feel like I still work there. <laughs> and so after the Long Acres Mile, we did it. We made it happen. All the departments get together. I hear this doesn't happen anymore, which is heartbreaking. But uh, all the departments get together. There's alcohol. It's just a party. Sometimes there was like a live band there and shit. Uh, and it was always a good time. And there was one time in particular, I know this had happened before, but I only participated once, where you get around the horse racing track on golf carts. It's one of those type of places. So the TV department, we were a bunch of fucking schmucks. <laughs> We'd get golf carts, drive around the track, have water balloon fights. <laughs> One person's uh, driving, fun. the other person's launching water balloons. Sure, uh, Mario Kart Double Dash style. Why can't this be every work bonding event? <laughs> that would work so much better. <laughs> I think. You let me throw water balloons with people, drive around in a golf cart. That's so much better. I, uh, you know, it's. That to me is one of those things that sounds fun, but you just know one person is going to ruin it for everyone. It's always going to be someone that takes everything way too seriously. Yeah. And we talked about doing an episode about this, so I'm not I'm not even going to go into details, but karaoke in particular is one of those things yeah. where you find like, oh shit, one person I worked with <laughs> considers this like a side gig, <laughs> their karaoke <Yeah>. life, <laughs> and yes. takes this so seriously that it's awkward to watch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know the point of what all I'm saying, but... I uh, I don't know. I don't want to say stop taking me to fancy restaurants. You can wine me and dine me. Yeah. But let me launch something at a co-worker's head sometime. Blow some steam off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's... So the reason that uh, I pitched this episode for uh, this week is last yes. week, right after... We recorded gas stations. Oh. Um, you were all fueled up. 
I was all fueled up uh, because there was, um, you know, speaking of uh, like there being new managers uh, at my workplace, um, they, uh, you know, can't give us more money to show that they appreciate us, but (laughs) have decided to do the next best thing, which is just try to like show give us some sort of like appreciation thing. So anybody who um, is a trainer for new employees, yeah, they took all of us or they invited all of us um, out to go bowling. So um, we were all going to go bowling uh, in the afternoon. I was scheduled to work and they said, Hey, you're going to that thing. So you don't have to come into work. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's the way to do it. That is, um, I I don't know that I've ever experienced that. That kind of yeah. blew my mind when you told me that. Like, yeah, damn, just a whole day off of work. Yeah, and I believe uh, I the paycheck for that pay period doesn't come out for another couple days, but uh, I was told that i also got paid to go to that bowling thing so you would like to think yeah <laughs> it'd be a real bummer of a paycheck absolutely um but uh so i'm driving to the bowling alley um you know i, I make sure i'm like what first of all i'm like what am i gonna wear um i i've already you know checked with a couple of my friends who also train new employees and i'm like you're going right because if if you go i go uh there was one guy who i was like you know we both have to open our emails at the same time and i need to watch you press send for your rsvp (laughs) um but so i'm driving over there i've got um you know i've got my fun cactus shirt on i've got my my uh uh khaki colored um uh, shorts and you know i've got i'm i've got my phone i've got my wallet i've got my keys and then i always just in case because you never know when you need one i have my uh g2 pen uh in my <laughs> pocket as well of course <laughs> the best pen and so i'm driving over there i know i'm gonna get there a little bit early because that's how i am yeah um so i'm heading over there and as I'm driving on the 134 freeway, I'm like, oh man, what is that on my on my shorts? And I try to swat it away. But I realize it's not something that can be swatted away. Oh no. While sitting in the driver's seat, my hip bone has pressed against the the click top of the G2 pen so that the <laughs> actual like ink part has come out and is just creating a big ink stain uh basically at the end of where my pocket is fuck um (laughs) and so i remember you know a couple months ago you were talking about going to some like work yes event and you had an issue with your pants and so i got flashbacks i knew this sounded familiar I there's a CVS near the bowling alley. So okay. I go to the CVS, I get one of those tied to go sure. stain remover sticks. I go back into the car, I you know apply 
uh, you know, I try to lift the the pants up so it's my fingers are underneath it, um, and I apply the um, the tied stick, and it's just it's kind of swirling it around and making it a little. It's not as dark, hey. but it is bigger. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh shit! And so I I remove um my hand from underneath the the shorts there and only to find that while i had done that i had folded part of the shorts up so now there's two big ink stains <laughs> on two separate parts of the shorts instead of on one and I was, i'm like i'm stressing out i, I don't know what, if i should go buy new shorts or just hope that nobody notices i don't know I ultimately decide, you know what? It is what it is. Uh, somebody asks, I'll tell them what happened. Um, luckily, like bowling alleys are not like known for incredible lighting, you know, True. <laughs> uh, darker areas. Incredible lighting or incredible fashion. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, so uh, I wait in the parking lot until I see somebody that I like and then I <laughs> go in and enter with them. Um, so uh, my friend and I are walking into the into the place uh, and uh, the managers are already there. They're giving us free drink uh, like tickets, basically. Go up yeah. to the, the bartender. You get free drinks. Uh, just use that ticket. Um and then they put out a, a spread of free snacks and appetizers for us. Like, this is great. We all have a great time. Uh, my coworkers are like, come on, Chris, you got a drink. And as we've established, even just in this one episode, I don't yeah. drink very often. Um, and so I really like don't know what to order when yeah. we get into these situations. The bartender uh, or the the guy that was coming around uh, giving drinks to everybody. Um, the first round I passed, I was like, no, I'm good. Um, they also had like uh, pitchers of water, Sprite, Coke, and Diet Coke. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to have some water right now. It's pretty good shit. Um, I finally, I hear him talk to some of the other coworkers about like what they have available and it's like you know beer wine or we can do like mixed drinks with two ingredients like a rum and coke or a tequila soda and i was like well of the things that i've heard rum and coke is probably what i like the best um and so i go over to him and i'm like hey can i get a rum and coke and he was like they told me not to serve you (laughs) what and he was like, oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I'll go get that for you. <laughs> this, by the way, Damn. When, I, when I went to that CVS to get the Tide Stick, right yeah. next door to that was the other BevMo. So this is the same day. These three things have happened in a row. I've oh, stained my shorts uh, twice with pen ink. I've been asked if I want to save money on a Nazi gold bar. <laughs> And I've been told that uh, I have been asked to not be served any alcohol. These are three things that have just happened all in a row, back to back to back. Brutal. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, 
You know, I get the rum and coke. It's pretty good. A heavy rum pour, um, <laughs> which was not what I was expecting. Really altered my bowling game. Um, Happens. <laughs> but uh, you know, the bathroom in this bowling alley is all the way at the other end. We're in like lanes one, two, three, four, five, and six. And the bathrooms are all the way by lanes like 40 through 45 or whatever. (laughs) Uh, But that's also, they were having people come in through the entrance and exit through a different door, which was next to the bathrooms. And I was like, great. As I'm leaving, I'll be able to just go to the restroom on the way out. Yeah. Um, We bowl for, you know, two hours or whatever. Um, and then everybody, you know, is like, oh, thanks so much, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then we, we're all starting to trickle out. Um, and speaking of trickling out, I'm <laughs> like, hey, I've had a lot of uh, this Roman Coke. I've made sure because out. the way that I always drink alcohol is like one sip of alcohol, half a glass of water, <laughs> one <laughs> sip of alcohol, <laughs> half a glass of water. Good so I'm. I'm very well hydrated. <laughs> and so we're leaving. We're walking right up by those restrooms. And I, I go to head into them and they say, that closed. I was like, oh, no. This is terrible news. Yeah. So I'm like, well, maybe I can make it back home. Right. Yeah. But it's rush hour. So. It's going to double the time that I'm in traffic already. Oh, I hate this. I start the journey. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to make it home. There's a Target nearby. I'll go to the Target. Always trustworthy. I start going to the Target. These surface streets are jammed up too. <sighs> I don't think I'm going to make it to the Target. Fuck. Going back to last episode, I see a gas station with a little <laughs> convenience store. <laughs> And I'm like, this is what's going to have to happen. And so I go in. I'm like, you have a restroom. And he says something to me (laughs) that I don't fully understand. I get bits and pieces of it. But it's a longer thing than that. It was like, you know, wah, 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 no closed. Wah, 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 building around the corner. And I was like. I didn't see a building around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) This is kind of like on its own separate lot. Uh, But I, I leave, I go look around the, the closest building (laughs) is like closed for business with like the barred Uh. gate over the door. And at this point it's like, uh, it's now or never. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And you know, it's like, do I risk, do I do I think that uh, any neighbors in this area are gonna be cool with public <laughs> urination? Probably not. Nah. Um. So and hey, maybe this is TMI, but I go hey. back to that convenience store. I get the biggest bottle of Gatorade I can find. I buy it. I go to my car. I dump out the Gatorade, uh. and that's what I got to use. <laughs> Been there. I'm a Gatorade bottle boy. <laughs> so at I the end hoping. of 
you pounded the Gatorade. <laughs> 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 I um, so at the end of the day, right? My most recent work event slash party stained my shorts twice with pen ink. Got asked if I wanted to save money on a Nazi gold bar. Yes, was uh. uh teased by the drink server at the bowling alley and had to pee into a Gatorade bottle in my car. These things come and at waves. the end of the day, <laughs> I was like, you know what? That was, that was a pretty fun day. I'm glad that I went to that work uh, thing. I was like, wow. you know what? I hope there's more of them because I had fun. <laughs> Even though all of those terrible, terrible things happened. Just swell. Still came out on top. <laughs> How'd you Not bowl? in bowling, though. I finished yeah. middle of the pack. Ah, hey, that's a good place to, it to is. finish. You, you beat everyone. You got a target on your back when you get back to the office. Absolutely. Step, step, step. Yeah, you were talking about people who take it way too seriously. One of the managers, <laughs> I guess, is in a bowling league. Yeah. And so uh, he was, he didn't even win, but he uh, uh, did very well. And and uh, it was very clear that, like, this was his idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> let, me, let me show everyone what I got. <laughs> but something that I don't know if you've had this, you talked about, like, when the boss orders something. Mm -hmm. That's what everybody orders. Right. So the hierarchy essentially in my workplace is like all of the workers. Then there's a level of supervisor. Mm -hmm. Then there's three assistant managers. And then there's one manager. Okay. Two of the assistant managers were there and the overall manager. None of the supervisors were there. And then there were a, a smattering of maybe 20 to 30 like trainers were there. Yeah. Um, but the manager didn't bowl, just kind of like had his beer or whatever. And just kind of stood in the back, like the wait staff at the restaurant <laughs> yeah. that you were at stood just behind watched. everybody and just watched. Oh no. Is that like weird? <laughs> is that? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I thought that's, it was, but I was weird. like, maybe, maybe it's like to remove yourself from any sort of like, <sighs> or oh, the manager pulled gutter balls or the manager got too drunk or whatever. Like maybe it's just to remove any like risk from <laughs> your situation, but it was. Very strange. I feel like, because I think that's, if you're going and bowling or mini golf or whatever the fuck with a group, like it makes sense for the manager to not want to, because you don't want to be the everyone's manager, but then put yourself in like a competition setting. Sure. People might yeah. feel weird about beating you, but don't go. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't go. You don't just stand there and observe. <laughs> is everyone having enough fun? <laughs> mm. Seems like there yeah. needs to be more fun spread around here. <laughs> I hadn't thought about people feeling weird about beating him yeah. in bowling. But to me, it's 
like I feel like people would have enjoyed that, <laughs> you know. But I hadn't thought about either. the the opposite side of like, <laughs> is he gonna be mad at me when we get back? <laughs> like, I hadn't thought yeah. about that element of it. It's dynamics you don't need in a workplace. Yeah, but all of these are dynamics you don't need in a workplace. <laughs> That's true. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, have you ever been to a work uh, party where things have gotten like wildly out of control, or somebody <laughs> like even just one person has gotten way too out of control? Uh, yes and no. You when you said that, something immediately came to mind. So yes, okay. but no. In the like, it's not a like a good story in any capacity. But that definitely was a well. I think it was an employee's a coworker's going away party. But oh, it yeah. was like you know another thing we haven't talked about managers and you know so it wasn't just like yeah them and the people they like like everyone was invited. So I counted as a work event. Yeah, uh, for sure. That just like it was karaoke. Some people got uh, pretty inebriated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, uh, that's all there is to the story. No extra fun details, but uh, yeah, that's that's as bad as I've seen. I, I don't think I've unless I'm forgetting something. I don't remember being at a work event where someone like needed to apologize at work the next day or anything like okay. that <laughs> i i've not been to one either i know that in the past at my current company before i started working there like when they had the the holiday party it is it's since i've worked there it's been at like a restaurant slash banquet hall where yeah. like most work parties are i feel like um but i guess before that there were times where they held it in like a hotel, sure, uh, conference like room. conference room, banquet, ballroom, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I guess when they would hold it there, things would get out of control because <laughs> people would just like stay at the hotel or whatever. There'd be some drunken uh, <laughs> partying, some drunken brawling, some drunken <laughs> hookups. Um, <laughs> but uh, that that uh had ceased to uh be the case by the time i was working there <laughs> i mean i get in that sense i could i can't say that i'm uh, not partially responsible for the fact that emerald downs doesn't have long acre mile parties anymore <laughs> <laughs> i'll just say there was uh it was an open bar setting and the tv department was the only department to take that <laughs> very seriously. Yeah. <laughs> There's an old photo. I just uh, w- went there uh, with my girlfriend the last time we were in Washington, saw my old buddy who uh, we both used, called ourselves EMD handheld. We were the two handheld cameramen there. And uh, he <laughs> shared with me an old picture from that time. Me clean shaven, looking like, oh, looking like a little boy. And we collectively as an apartment drank enough beer to make. We, <laughs> it was two years in a row. Once we made a horse <laughs> out of the empty beer bottles. And once wow. we spelled EMD TV out of empty beer bottles. And then like 
immediately after that they stopped doing parties <laughs> so we had our fun there was no like like oh, they made fools of themselves or did something terrible we just uh, took severe advantage of the open bar <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> nothing wrong with that huh? no uh yeah now i remember there was also a work event where they did have a live band and i took over the dance floor uh but everyone enjoyed that so what can you say? Pump some yeah. alcohol in me and give me a, a, a cover band playing Sly and the Family Stone. I'm in. <laughs> uh, I have one less general topic I want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. And then we got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, that's my eye, my Boston strong eye. <laughs> we got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, that's not a good Boston accent. <laughs> I want to talk about, and maybe this is just a thing I've uh, experienced work events that are just thinly veiled work (laughs) Mm, or work events that it's like it just doesn't this isn't it's not even an attempt at like oh we should all get to know each other it's just like we're all gonna leave the office and do something no one wants to do (laughs) so basically my last job (laughs) it was uh i worked for a radio show that radio show was under the banner of this radio company which is a smaller branch of a massive radio company uh okay and so like in in terms of the big names there's like four massive radio companies across the united states and i worked for that one (laughs) Guess what? Now I work for another one. I've worked for three of them because radio. <laughs> uh, you never leave, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was told that when I started and it's proven to be true. Anyways, the so it's like unlike other jobs I've had where it's like, oh, there's my boss. Like I currently have a boss, but then there's also the president of the company who doesn't live anywhere near me and I've never met and will never meet. Um, so this was a situation at that where the president of the company was like, after we declared bankruptcy, (laughs) the president of the company was like, I'm, (laughs) I'm going on tour. (laughs) That's right. I'm going to come around to every major market and meet the people. But instead of just being like a person (laughs) and coming to the office, not like there were multiple offices in Los Angeles. It was like, that's the one. They could have just gone there and met people. No, no, yeah. no. They rented out a theater. <laughs> I don't remember which. I want it maybe the El Rey. <laughs> but they rented out uh, like a concert venue. Uh-huh. We all went to this theater, sat in the seats. They entered in the back way so no one could meet them. <laughs> Sounds about right. They were late, (laughs) like an actual concert. And they came on and gave a speech from a podium with a microphone. Was the venue full? Fuck no. We were in office (laughs) with maybe a hundred people. So it was a venue for some thousands of people with a hundred people smattered about in the groups they like. And like, what the fuck are we doing? (laughs) It was the most off-putting thing I've ever been like. 
I've never seen a president of a company like be less of the people. <laughs> than yeah. Like, no, take me in the back way. Give me a microphone and let me talk to my people. <laughs> yeah. Insanity. That- <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's very funny. There's, um, there are definitely higher up corporate people that have come to my workplace um (laughs) but not even to like really interact with the workers but just to like have meetings or whatever but they're always escorted as far away from workers as possible (laughs) (laughs) it's so like i get the idea because there's a lot of a lot of presidents of companies probably are told like your employees don't like you very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's a there's risk involved in that. Sense. For sure, yeah. But it's just like the thought I mean, I guess it's different if they're just coming for like a meeting, but the general thought that their presence would be a morale boost <laughs> is madness, especially when you're unwilling to actually meet anybody yeah it's like i understand why they're doing it but it makes it worse (laughs) the next time they come around yeah and uh i'll say the exact opposite to shout out the smaller radio group i used to work for hubbard radio Uh, i remember jenny hubbard coming down and she came to the office and met all of us and she was the sweetest fucking person in the world and that was like i don't want to say a morale boost but it was definitely a like Oh, I do feel like a part of something. <laughs> it's like that's yeah. it. That's all you have to do. Just go to the fucking office and talk to people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Be a goddamn human being. <laughs> there um I don't know if you've worked with people like this and again, I know that we got to eventually wrap this episode up, but this episode. but you saying that kind of uh, reminded me of something. Oh boy. Here um, we go. My current workplace like sometimes there are you know, big, um, like, uh, parties for, um, like company anniversaries. Sometimes there are like worker anniversary, like everybody who's worked for the company and has their 20 year anniversary this year. Hey, you're invited to come out to a party, uh, at headquarters or whatever, like that stuff. Um, I haven't worked there long enough to be really invited to most of those, but um, sometimes the like CEO or other like very high corporate leadership are at these various parties. Right. right. And some people are like, I got to get a photo of me and the CEO. <laughs> and like that to me, like I can't fathom why, people do that you know uh, it's it's barely like uh it barely makes sense to me when it's like somebody you work in the office with every day but is like your boss yeah to like get a photo with them because you at least are like around them and maybe could have like a good working relationship with sure um but the idea of treating the company CEO as a celebrity yeah. is 
baffling to me. And it seems to be like that's just a th- that's what they want. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> treat me like a celebrity, please. But I like thinking back if I'd ever if I'd ever taken a photo with one of the the CEOs or presidents of any of the companies I've worked for at this point in time. I would look at that photo and not know. I could not tell you that person's name, and I might not remember who they are. <laughs> it's, like, it's so bizarre. I've worked. <laughs> I was just out of curiosity because you were saying that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I did mention that." Let me see. How long have I been working here? <laughs> I have worked here so much less than I thought I had, and I swear it's a COVID thing. I yeah. I think I recently mentioned to in like a work meeting like yeah you know i've been here like about six years seven years i mean i've worked here for four years <laughs> four years well uh it'll be five years coming up okay so not no it's not terrible so that was even closer i, I was wrong I, that, that's right the interview process for this job was insane i had to interview with five different people so i started interviewing in october i got hired in december so i started December 3rd and then then went to the holiday party and wasn't sitting next to the person I knew. (laughs) (laughs) Sucked. And was at a fancy restaurant where I didn't know what I was doing. Just too many forks. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I ordered the wrong thing. And there's prawns. I've eaten Mm. shrimp before. And I've had prawns before, but not like fancy prawns they leave the tails on those suckers and i'm like what do i I, i'll be honest i took a bite of this prawn and it still had the shell on the outside of it i didn't know that why the fuck did you leave the shell on it right (laughs) take the shell off Uh, i've never eaten prawns before so (laughs) i very tasty can't uh contribute but do you think the boss was like (laughs) Here I am eating prawns with the pawns. (laughs) I would like to think he was thinking, "Ah, here I am eating prawns with my boys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, prawns with With the all my best friends. (laughs) (laughs) All of my very best friends. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I think that's it. I think we've hit the end of it. I think work events are always uncomfortable and i think it's weirder for me to see how many other co-workers co-employees don't clearly don't feel that way and are like thriving in these moments yeah that blows my mind that that's possible yeah it's it's definitely surprising to me as well i do think that it kind of comes back to um you know one of the theses i guess of this podcast where like you and i are just very introverted like socially awkward couple of weirdos some of these (laughs) situations and i think that this is you know we've had a lot of episodes where it's just like us bullshitting different stories but this one definitely like gets back to the core of like this is a situation where we are in the wrong yeah feel awkward um i do like based on this last bowling thing that I went to last week, I do feel like I like it, I'm a little I'm a, I'm getting closer hey. to like enjoying that type of 
environment, but it is definitely the thing that I, I mentioned it in the intro, but um, there's just like not really anything to say more than this, but like you're, you're not at work. So you don't want to talk about work. You don't want to talk shop outside the office, but um, then it's like being kind of forced to find something to talk about other than the one thing that you or the the main thing you talk to these other people about every single day yeah you have to find a completely new removed thing to discuss and at the end of the day any unless you're like a specialized cop i don't don't know maybe like if you work like what i would love to do you work in a music studio Everyone there's got a lot of shit in common. There's probably sure. some things they disagree on, but they all love music and engineering and shit like that. And there's some core. Any any general job like you or I have, people are just going to end up there. <laughs> and you're not all going to have shit in common. And the problem is the only thing that everyone in the world has in common is gosh, isn't life bleak? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it weird that we're all going to die someday? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's I mean, you lo- can't say at a work event. <laughs> Thankfully, like, at least bowling or mini golf, you can Gives talk you about the bowling or the mini golf. Yeah. But at, like, a holiday party, it's like, uh... Santa's sure cool. What religion are you? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, the I'm just, I don't know why I'm pulling it up because I'm not going to be able to show you, but the the community table up the road that the neighbors put out, yeah, people just put stuff out there you can keep. There's a <laughs> DVD. Uh, the DVD is uh, understanding world religions. It's obviously like a movie for kids. There's a little uh-huh. a little boy on it. It says understanding world religions. What is Christianity? <laughs> <laughs> getting to the bottom of these world religions <laughs> oh, i love it uh i think we've done it i think so uh i think we said what we learned uh we're a couple of weirdos alcohol yeah. helps a little bit if you're a Unless boss, you're bowling. Yeah, true. <laughs> then you're going to go to the back right corner of the lane every single time you roll. If you find yourself a manager at a company, you manage a team, and you get the opportunity to do something nice for the team, A, don't go. Let them go and have fun or not have fun without Let you your people go. <laughs> Let them go. Let them go. Let them bowl. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's just that, like you're saying, there's that hierarchy. And there are, if the hierarchy is set up like, and I'm not calling out specific people. I'm not, a, I don't work for the same company you do. I'm no. not, I'm not, uh, you know, whatever. My hands are clean. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm like, if the hierarchy is there's the employees, they have supervisors, and then there's the manager. There's a very yeah. there's a high likelihood. I mean, you know, sometimes I, I've bumped 
up against plenty of supervisors, but you're much more likely to be like friendly with a supervisor friends with you see them all the time if they're cool you're cool and you guys get along i've been friends with a lot of people who are my supervisor yes it is highly unlikely to be (laughs) friends with the tippy top head (laughs) of your thing uh and Quite frankly, being friends with those people probably weakens your position. So just don't go. Yeah, if you're the president of a company, (laughs) do like go to the office and be a a a man or woman of the people. You know, this podcast strongly believes in the two genders. Yep, uh, worker and manager. <laughs> the two genders. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably not a hard and fast rule, but here's what it is. If you're a manager, you're planning a work event, and there are supervisors below you, get the opinions of the supervisors. They'll tell you the truth. Ruth. Yes. Yep. Oh, you got a podcast here. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to say. I just started hot. We've got a podcast here called How Do We Human? Uh, you've maybe heard of it. You've definitely heard it. You've definitely heard it. You've heard it. I don't know if you've heard of it. But you, yeah. you've now if heard you, it. If you started, you know, uh, this episode and you skipped the first 30 to 45 seconds. Yeah. Maybe you've never heard of it, but you have heard it. Chris just said he walked in and his uh, fiance was watching Great British Bake Off. Suddenly, he had heard Great British Bake Off. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) This might happen in a podcast sense. Maybe some of your your significant other is listening. And God bless him for doing that. You can listen too. We're everywhere. You can find us everywhere. We're on a podcast. Bean. <laughs> number one, Daddy Pod Bean. We're, we're on number Spotify. one with a bullet. <laughs> we're on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck it's called now. Uh, all these. <laughs> listen, let me let me be frank with you. All of these venues blow, <laughs> but we're on all of them. <laughs> whatever one you've found that you are comfortable with, listen to us there. Um, and if you uh, can, leave us ratings, leave us reviews, say nice things about us. Uh, it helps us get found, and we need more listeners. Uh, a way to find all that, if you if you looked, you went to Spotify, looked up How Do We Human, you didn't find us for whatever reason, you can find those links in our bios on our socials. Uh, we're on social media. We're on old uh, Instagram at How Do We Human. You can't handle the handle. <laughs> this is great. Uh, you can find us on uh, Facebook at How Do We Human. You're going to need a bigger handle. <laughs> you can find us. Uh, where else? On YouTube. We, we do video episodes now. You can find us on YouTube uh, at How Do We Human. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what handle you're going to get. <laughs> and you can send us an email, uh, ask us questions, uh, give us ideas, talk to us. Uh, that is how do we human pod at gmail.com.
I am not throwing away my handle. I am not throwing away my handle. Hey, yo, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my handle. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Chris. With my sore throat, I thought I'd uh, That's a good, yeah, true. refrain from doing <laughs> the big musical number there. Again, so. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll do. Uh, I'll try and create more of those yeah. in a way to keep things fresh. Uh, we love to Because uh, every fresh. time it's my turn to do that, I always panic of what new thing to try. And Same. so I never try anything new. It's hard. You know how excited I was when I realized we had never done, here's my handle, here's my spout. That was a thrilling, <laughs> thrilling yeah. realization for me. Yeah. <laughs> Chris. Yes. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you got going on? Well, you know, speaking of the Great British Bake Off, um, it inspired me to come up with um, a new uh, game show, uh, cooking show. And maybe it exists already because it feels like a pretty obvious idea, but I did zero research to find out if it exists. Great. Um, this is a show where, you know, you have all of your contestants. You know, I don't know how many they start with on the Great British Bake Off, if it's like 12 600. or something like that. Okay, <laughs> so you start with 600 contestants, but one of them, it, like they're instead of baking or cooking all in the same room, um, they're all in separate kitchens from each other, so they can't see what anybody's doing. And one contestant is getting like either store bought or like professionally made dishes. That's what they're presenting as their own while everybody else is trying to cook whatever. And if, uh, and if that one, um, the, the cheater essentially, mm -hmm. um, if they win, uh, then they, uh, get more money than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> than like if the actual chefs had won. Great. Cause you're trying to, the other chefs or, or bakers are trying to expose who, who the the fake one is as well yes. um and so if you're the person who is getting the the pre-made food uh it's up to you to kind of make it look less <laughs> store-bought to try and avoid detection i like it I, thank you that's a great idea a little bit uh it feels like the kind of, kind of thing that should or could already exist but i have not looked at it, it at all it Almost does, but not. I think that's an interesting take on it. It's a little bit combo uh, Secret Chef with uh, was it Secret the, Chef the mole? meets F Boy Island. F Boy oh, Island, yeah. yeah. The mole. Was it the mole? Whatever, with the one contestant like fucking everyone's shit up. That sounds right. I don't remember, but uh, hey, I watched all of Secret Chef. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> This sounds better. <laughs> Evan. Yes. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? I, yeah. General idea and kind of along the same lines of going off of oh. reality shows here. So uh, a lot of attention has been put on the NFL recently. Uh, yes. Uh, little, little Taylor Swift is uh, we I don't want to put a label on it. Dating. Mr. Travis Kelsey. And that has got a lot of new eyes on the NFL. On the other side of it, this has been 
like the shittiest, lowest scoring season of the NFL that I can remember ever seeing in my life. It has been so underwhelming. Every game ends like 14 to 15. (laughs) Oh my God. It's been uh, a bummer. So let's jazz it up a little bit for the Swifties out there. Here's what I'm thinking. Every single team is their own reality show. And this is like personality-wise. People can make alliances. People can make strategies based on what the team needs and doesn't need. But every week, every team has to eliminate a player. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. By the end of the season, it's like... We're down 17 players <laughs> who can make it to the playoffs with what they've got left. Uh, okay. So every so every single team yeah, eliminates own. a player. Yes, every week. Oh, interesting. Um, I like that idea. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if it's... I No, I think yours is better. I was going to say maybe like if you win you, the uh, game yeah. that you're playing, you get to keep one, but I don't think that's as fun. Yeah. Cause then I think it's more fun when everybody <laughs> has to eliminate a player. And then it just comes down to just like, just the superstars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having to play every position. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, ex- that's exciting stuff. I think so. We got a couple of I'd, hot reality I'd, shows here. Yeah, give us money. absolutely. Yeah. Give us money. Yeah. Mine's technically 32 reality shows, so give me, I might need a little more money, but give us money. <laughs> give us money. Uh, it's a good note to end on. Uh, yep, time to clock out. Give us money. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.